Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. People ask me all the time, what does it take to be happy? And I always tell them it's really simple. One word, progress. Progress equals happiness. If you keep growing, you're going to feel alive. And if you keep growing, you're going to have more to give. It doesn't matter how many statues, Oscars they give you, or Emmys, or how much money you have in the bank. We've all seen people have all those things, and I get the phone call because they're depressed, or somebody commits suicide in that area. It's really an inner game, and I think that's what's missing for us today. Everybody's focusing on the outside world, and hell, there's a lot of things in the outside world you'll never be able to control. You can influence, but you can't control it. This, your mind, your emotions, your body, you have 100% control over what you do with these things. And that's where the game is won. Win the inner game, then you win the outer game. But a lot of people spent their life trying to win the outer game, they won and they're miserable. Someone can tell your whole life you're a piece of crap, but you can say, screw you, read between the lines and make your life work. Someone can tell your whole life you're beautiful, you're intelligent, you're the smartest person in the world, and you don't believe it. Because self-esteem doesn't come from what people say about you. Self-esteem is earned within yourself. It's esteem for yourself, which only comes by doing things that are incredibly difficult. And then your brain goes, this is who I am. You, you really got to figure out what you're made for. And nobody knows in the beginning. So you start where you are and you do what's in front of you. You do what's next. Then you keep growing until you start to discover, hey, this is my real passion. So identity is the number one thing I work to change with people, to expand it. Expand your own sense of who you really are and what you're capable of. And the mindset has to be destroy any limitation and move forward, move forward, move forward. I think passion is the genesis of genius. If you've got enough passion, you're gonna find answers nobody else does. But most people run out of fuel, meaning they get tired, they get exhausted, they get burnt out, they get, uh, you know, the law of familiarity, they're around something so much they take it a little bit for granted. 
And I've managed to see something in myself that I've found in every great leader that I've ever respected. And that is, I, I, I value intelligence immensely, but I know really smart people can't fight their way out of a paper bag pragmatically, right? What I see is the one common denominator of people that are successful over a lifetime is the sustained hunger. Hunger is the number one factor. A lot of people, it's the expectation that destroys their ability to be successful because they expect to win yeah. on the first shot, and no one does. And so it's like, are you asking the universe to be unreasonable for you by expecting to be good on your first try? With 20 hours of focused effort, most people can be pretty decent at something. But most people spend years waiting to do the first hour. How can I decrease that action threshold and get someone to just embrace the suck? You should expect to suck, and it would be unreasonable for you to be good if you haven't done it before. I think that most people know to get in shape or to lose weight, whatever, they know they need to eat fewer donuts and move more in general, but they don't, right? Because they're afraid of getting started or they don't have the discipline to keep going, which is they can't make the short-term sacrifice for the long-term achievement. Once people understand you're going to fail and you're going to fail a lot, yeah. if you can't deal with that failure, yeah. then you won't do the things you need to do to ultimately be successful. Most people had a graveyard of failures before they had their actual first success. Is this the path for me? Well, if I started something, I would be more likely to be successful than if I did not start anything. Like when you squat, first time you squat, you're, you're orienting yourself to your environment, you're barely actually squatting. You're just looking like you have a bar on your back. But you learn so much between that first rep and your 10,000th rep. You have to be, in my own language, willing to stare nakedly at your inadequacies. Yeah. And if you can stare nakedly at your inadequacies, then you can actually get better. I think most people have a dramatic underestimation of how much volume it takes to be successful. Right? They're like, okay, I should go on five dates and then find the girl I'm going to marry. Like, what if it was 500? Do not cast power to your excuses. Own your circumstances because no one else will. I think the difference between rich people and poor people, successful people, not successful people, is the degree to which they give power to their circumstance. So I have to keep working hard. Uh, hopefully everything will work out. I'll be number one in the future. So I'm going to continue to work hard. And uh, we as a team are going to continue to work hard as an organization the same way. We continue to push and push until we get back to that top. While everybody would be at the cafeteria work, you know, eating and doing all sorts of stuff. I just go back to the gym. I'm talking to the one that's been through hell. I'm talking to the one that really wants to take it to that level that no one has ever been. If you learn to put in 120%, I guarantee you one day you'll wake up three years from now, five years from now, 10 years, I don't know, and you'll make exactly what you want to make. You'll have the job you want to have. You'll have a position that you want. You'll have everything in life that you want. If you can learn not only to go to work, but I'm talking about go with all your energy, all your strength, and all your spirit. If you continue to believe that your best work is behind you, then you will never achieve what is ahead of you. You are going to have to get acquainted with pain, with discomfort, with inconvenience. Because hunger is the only thing that's going to give you the power to persevere through that pain. We spread ourselves too thin, don't know how to say no.
and we find ourselves doing all kinds of things and never ever have time to do those things that we need to do to work on ourselves and then there goes a second there goes another second there goes another second and we can't stop and hold time and before you know it you wake up one day and you're behind in your dreams and your bills work like hell i mean you just have to put in 80 to 100 hour weeks every week when someone gives you help make sure you push them right back and give them help what you gonna do on monday i don't see that what you gonna do on tuesday like you just showing me your dream i don't see what you doing on wednesday what time you getting up on saturday what you doing on the weekend when everybody else chilling show me your plan don't just show me your dreams it ain't gonna be easy. It's not gonna be a walk in the park. There's always more to give. You got to be willing to sacrifice. You got to be willing to hurt. You got to be willing to yell out. Whatever it takes, keep pushing forward. I'm telling you, this is a short window. You're not gonna be doing this at 47 years old, 58 years old, 62. So if you got 10 years, why not give 120? Because if you give 120, you guys have an opportunity of a lifetime, and it's a short win. I work because I'm hungry. I sacrifice because I'm never full. I lose sleep because I'm going after my dream. If other people are putting in 40-hour work weeks and you're putting in 100-hour work weeks, then you, you, you will achieve in four months what it takes them a year to achieve. And then... Another obsession of mine is to get people to understand skills have utility. You don't read a book to get an A on the test. You don't read a book to check something off a list. You read a book to learn something that lets you do something in the real world that other people can't do. And so uh, Elon Musk has a great quote. You're paid in direct proportion to the difficulty of the problems you solve. So you're learning something so you can solve problems, hard problems that other people can't solve. And so once you understand, oh, this is mechanical, my brain is designed a certain way, there's a certain path that I have to walk to gain skills, and then skills let me do something other people can't do, and by doing things other people can't do, I'm able to serve myself and the group, that's fulfillment, fulfillment's the point. It, it is so mechanistic, it's all just deadly simple, and when I'm giving honest answers, I'm always looping around, this is how the human mind works, and every time, every time, I say something controversial, it's always about biology. Like, if you want to fight it, fight it. You're going to die tired, and I will propel myself forward because I'm not judging what is true. I don't deal with the world the way that I wish it were. I deal with the world the way that it is. The thing with excuses is sometimes they're very true, and, but it doesn't serve you. It doesn't serve your goal. So are you going to let it sit with you or are you going to find a way around it? So let's say a lot of people's reasoning, which was ours originally when we wanted to make movies, is we don't have enough money. So we're just going to go and do this thing until we have enough money. We don't have enough time. And the truth is, if you play the no BS, what would it actually take? And you say, I don't have enough money. Then you keep going down and go, well, how much do I, money do I need? Okay, what would it take for me to get that money? And sometimes people don't want to look at the answers. So maybe it takes you having to sell your house move in with your in-laws and rent one of their bedrooms for the next three years um, in order to save your money so that you can go and start a company. Well, some people don't want to do that. Okay, well at least now you have your answer and you're not sitting there using the excuse 
that you don't have enough money. You just looked at it and like, oh, to take for me to get there, I need to live with my in-laws for three years. I don't want to do that. And now you've just decided. And now you're not beating yourself up over, oh my God, I can't believe I'm not there yet. Or like with us with Quest, there was no, we didn't leave ourselves any room with ex- for excuses because we just went down that list of, are we giving this over? Are we doing this? Are we actually showing up? And if the answer is no, then how can you expect to reach your goal? So once we sit there and go, what is our goal? To build a studio as big as Disney. All right, before you even get started, we sit and go, what? Like, no BS, don't try and say like the things that we want it to be true. But actually, what is true, that what would need to be true in order for us to build a studio as big as Disney? And so we sat there and we said, okay, it's gonna take us to put our own capital in. It's gonna take us to work hard. What does work hard look like? Is it a certain amount of hours? Is it a certain amount of achievements where you put things into place and you make sure you're always incrementally working towards that? Is it that you maybe you have to, um, so this is exactly what we we did with Quest, it was, oh, we have to put the house on the line. And that was like the no BS, that's what it's going to take for us to go all in and build Quest Nutrition. And so once we sat there and said, okay, it's going to take us to put our house on the line, it's going to take me at the time to be the, the supportive wife to come in and help you out. It's going to take no vacations. It's going to mean you're going to need to take a third of your pay cut. Like we literally sat down and wrote a laundry list of what it's going to take to start in Quest Nutrition. And once we had that list, we just looked at each other and we're like, all right, are we willing to do it? And when the answer is yes, now you just know what you're heading towards. You know the type of path that you're about to approach. And so there's no surprises. There's no all of a sudden him coming home and going, yeah, babe, so the business isn't doing well. And so, oh my God, I'm so sorry, but we lose our house, right? There's no surprise. We've established what we're going to do in order to go for that goal. And in that comes the sacrifices. What are you willing to sacrifice? What are the things that you're okay with putting aside for now? And a lot of that was my self-esteem my ego of like I didn't know what I was doing so every day I'm struggling I'm trying to figure something out and I'm keep failing but I knew that I had to learn in order to get to the goal that we wanted to get to so I knew every day I had to get back up and then the same with him with the skill sets what skill sets do I have to learn in order to get to the goal that we, we want to get to and that comes with a lot of freaking sacrifices I'm no longer gonna value myself for being good, smart, right, worthy. I'm gonna value myself entirely for figuring out what I need to get good at to achieve my goals, and then I'm just gonna do that. And I'm gonna do it knowing that success cannot be guaranteed. The rich will become richer, the poor will become poorer, and the middle class will get wiped out. And the reason why is because some people, rich people will understand money and they will continue teaching their kids and everybody else, the majority of people who have no idea what's happening will continue to become poorer because they don't even see it happen. The moment you take a paycheck, you're an employee, and that's the mindset. So my rich dad never paid me. It drove my poor dad, you know, government employee, nuts. You gotta pay people, you gotta pay people. And rich dad was not saying that the paycheck was bad. He says he didn't want to be a slave to money. So as an entrepreneur, you know, if the, the rich dad folded, I just turned on the company. I don't need a paycheck. I don't need anybody to take care of me. If my government doesn't like me, I move to another country because they need entrepreneurs there. Mm-hmm. So the entrepreneur is not so much the business. The entrepreneur is really the mindset and the skill sets and the different set of rules. Small business does not operate in the same rules as big business. Entrepreneur is a mindset first, a skill set, 
and roles. And depending upon whether you're an employee or a small business, the roles are different. The mindsets are different. The skill sets are different. You inherited that whatever it is, that poverty, you inherited that, that mindset, that idea of scarcity, that idea that you don't have enough money. You inherited that. Building wealth becomes a revolutionary act because now you start saying, I'm going to go against what I was taught, right? And so I say, if I start with $25, if you can do $25 a month, that's cool. If you can do $25 a week, that's cool. But what happens is once you start understanding the power of how your money works, you start saying, yo, I don't need to do that because that's taken away from this. Let me, that 25 will now become $50. Guaranteed, that 50 will now become 100 because you're gonna start doing more with less. The person who works out and sees that they drop 10 pounds in two weeks says, you know what, I'm gonna go a little harder because I know if I can drop 10, I can drop 20. You short of breath, SOB, shortness of breath, you wheezing. <laughs> The only thing you're trying to do is get some air. You don't care about no basketball game. You don't care what's on TV. You don't care about nobody calling you. You don't care about a party. The only thing you care about when you're trying to breathe is to get some fresh air. That's it. And when you get to the point where all you want to do is be successful as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it badder than you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you've got to be willing to give up sleep. Inhale. And exhale. Inhale, and exhale. All you have is all you need. All our lives, many of us go through life running from things that ain't got no teeth to do us any harm. This is a mentality, like, you gotta live this, you gotta eat this, you got every single thing you do. It's a mentality. It's a, okay, so what do I mean? Because I gotta get you to go from behavior to mentality because I told you before, the great, what, I studied great people, millionaires and billionaires and people who succeed in what they do and I realized that the difference is only, it's not a behavior. It's not something that they do. It's not something that they get to when they want to. It's not a feeling. Some of y'all, for real, you still on feelings. When you feel like doing it, you do it. When you don't feel like doing it, you don't. And so for you, it's a feeling, right? It's a feeling. For them, it's a mentality, it's a way of life. It's what they eat, it's what they sleep, it's what they drink, it's who they are. It possesses them. And the guru was telling him, when you want, when, it, when mentally, you want it in your spirit, in your soul, when you want it, it will happen. It's all back down to a very primitive mindset of we just have to do. It's like breathing. Breathing becomes normal. Like, we don't even know that we're doing it. That's how you have to live your life. When that alarm clock goes off at four or five in the morning, your mind says no. You just say, this is what we do. It's what we do now. 
Change the way you see yourself and begin to tend to the personal details. Understand that nobody's going to take care of your business better than you. And when I start changing that kind of mindset of beating myself up because of my mistakes and start looking at the possibility of my doing better, of my making the adjustment that would enable me to do what I want to do successfully, things begin to change. Your dream is worth fighting for. If you desire to move from dreaming your dream to living your dream, you must recognize your value and you have to be willing to hold out for what you deserve. We all got a responsibility. We all got to be accountable. We all got to put in work, but don't give up because there's somebody out there right now that is hurting. There's somebody out there right now that is struggling. There's somebody out there right now that's got it a little bit tougher than you do. So why are you going to give up now? Hear me? Get your hopes up and don't you ever settle. So I'm saying that we have to work through the challenges of life and learning how to begin to work to fortify ourselves. Repeat after me, please. I can live my dream. I can find my purpose in life and live my purpose. I deserve more for myself. I deserve more from life. When you want something bad, you can't count the cost because if you count the cost and you see how much it costs, you might quit. You might give up. So you got to go in knowing that I don't count the cost. I do as many push-ups as it takes, as many sit-ups as it takes, as many reps as it takes. I study as long as it takes. I pay whatever the price is. Why? Because if I start counting the cost, I might quit. I might give up. I might surrender. Don't count the cost. You don't count the cost on this one. As long as there is breath in your body, there is a chance. As long as there's breath in your lungs, there's hope in your heart. As long as you're breathing, yes, you can. Live, breathe, life, you. That's what it's about. And so think of it this way, zero to 21 is springtime. Things are easy to grow in springtime. You don't have to do that much. Growing as a kid happens naturally, but overall life is supporting you. It's sending you, teaching you, sharing with you. Now, when you get from, you know, 21 to 41 or 22 to 42, whatever range you want to talk about, you now are in the real world. And now you go test what you learned in your springtime. So you start to learn, test, figure out what's real. And it's an important stage of life. 42, 43 to 62, 63 is the power of your life. If you worked hard in the spring and the summer and you put yourself out there and you planted, it's a reaping time. It's a time when you really become a leader. And then if you're lucky, you go from 63 to 83 and maybe 83 to 103 and you have an extended final season of your life where you get to be the mentor, you get to share. You get to make a difference and maybe towards the end of your life, people look out for you again if you looked out for everybody else. That's kind of the cycle of life. What if you're born in 1910? War I ends, the world looks like it's a great place, new technology, cars, radio, 
And then what happens? An explosion of abundance, the roaring 20s. And so you're a kid. You're 14, 15 years old. And you're like, I can't wait to get a car to go. But what happened when that person hit the next stage of life, 19, 20, 21 years old? As they came of age, it's 1929. And suddenly, people are jumping out of buildings, total depression, dust bowl, nobody's got jobs. It looks horrific, and it was horrific. But did they get a break? No, when they turned 29, it's 1939. It looked like the whole world was getting in. Hitler was sweeping across Europe, bombing London. It literally looked like the world as we know it was over. This is what gives me great optimism for everyone watching here. Winter's not forever. No pandemic lives forever. Everything changes and everything ends. And the good news about winter is it's always followed by springtime. What follows the night? The daytime. What a cool way to set it up if you were God or the universe. The first thing I do every single morning is I go in freezing cold water. And when you jump in, it never feels good to go in, but getting out, you feel incredible. But I, I do it for a different reason. I do it to train my brain to say, when I say now, it means now. When I say go, we go. I don't stand there because it's cold and go maybe in a minute when I'm ready. But I always do it because I've trained my brain. This is how we work. And if you train your brain to do that every single day, then it'll do it on the more difficult and important things in life. But the essence of it is, I change my body radically, and I do three things to make sure that my brain is primed. And what I mean by primed is, most people think their thoughts are their thoughts, Lewis, and you and I know better. Most people just don't understand that you are being primed all the time, and unless you prime yourself, you're going to be primed by the environment. So I want to take control of my brain, so I do three quick things. One, I take three minutes of those ten minutes, after I've changed my body, and I focus on three different events in my life that I'm grateful for. I usually pick two big ones and one small one. It could be as simple as a smile on my daughter's face, and it changes your biochemistry. Then real fast, I do this three-minute process. It's kind of like a blessing. And then three minutes, the last three minutes, are called Three to Thrive, where I focus on three things I want to accomplish, but instead of thinking I want to accomplish, I see, feel, and experience it as done. I feel grateful. I celebrate it. And it trains your brain. So in 10 minutes, I'm done. Third thing that I'll do, I immediately send a message or a text or an audio message to somebody as a sincere compliment. And I don't go, dude, great job, or wow, you're cool. I say, hey, listen, I saw you on Tuesday with those kids, and I saw you take that extra 20 minutes. No one else did. And I just want you to know, I saw that. I thought that was incredible. So I'm always very specific mm. so they know it's not just some positive thinking bullshit call it's sincerely doing it and makes me constantly look for the good in the people I work with fourth thing I do is whatever I don't want to do the most challenging part of the day what's the story we all love it's the comeback story it's the comeback it's the rocky it's that music where all of a sudden you step back up and you take control and rock good times create weak people weak people create bad times Bad times create strong people. Strong people create good times. Behind the barbed wire, who can teach me the etiquette? 
The etiquette for being misunderstood. Our war with uneasiness. Everything average makes me sick. Beyond the reach of crowds, what do I do? Do to stop this voice that never ceases. I wrestle with poetic demons. I speak for the lost and all those going through pain. Every word I say, the sound of a comeback. Testifying of your victory. A witness to your overcoming. Because I am, I am the voice in the flame. Inside the raging furnace, where do I find an apology? An apology befitting of my rebelliousness. I fight the fists of that doubt. How many know what it's like? Like to be young, gifted, and crazy Over the walls of resentment Why am I? Why am I so hard for others to accept? Must they slander every corner of my existence? Then let it be as they wish, for I am the voice Every word, the sound of a comeback Testifying to your victory I am a witness to your overcoming Because I am burning I'm the voice in the flame How many know what it's like? Like to be young, gifted, and crazy. I argue with emptiness. You can either sit around and listen to testimonies, or you can become one. Which one you gonna do? Successful people know what they want and why they want it. That's why they are successful. You gotta make a decision. What is it that you want? You can either sit around and listen to testimonies or you can become one. I am truth in motion. Listen here. Truth is its own gatekeeper. Nothing can stop what truth sets in motion. You gotta stop asking for other people's permission to live your dream. It's not the other people that owe you. You owe you. Stop begging for what you haven't earned. It's time to get up and grind. I strum the divine chord And my harmony summons the full manifestation of who I am This is what truth looks like in motion Young, gifted, and burning Successful people Get comfortable being uncomfortable The common person will do anything to do nothing They lazy That's why they sell so many of them lazy for chairs You can either sit around and listen to testimonies Or you can become one What is it that you want? Sculpted by the blade itself A thousand knives couldn't kill me But there in the darkness Underneath her shadows The warrior discovered himself Shaped from the hammer of pain A thousand betrayals couldn't break me But there in the storm At the very center of her chaos The champion of me got stronger Truth is the gatekeeper Stop asking the world for permission To live your dream The less we entertain lower level thinking The less we will experience its outcome you can either sit around and listen to testimonies or you could become one. For it is written, but be doers of the word and not hearers only. I can see my dream so clearly now that its manifestation is inevitable. Nothing can stop me. My daddy used to tell me, son, if you're gonna make a mistake, then make it full speed. Some people drown, others go out in a blaze of glory. I'm young, rich, and burning. If a desire burns long enough, it'll grow into an obsession. Whatever becomes an obsession will eventually become a reality. Religion talks about truth, but true awareness demonstrates it. Greatness is in the details. Shape from the hammer of pain. A thousand failures couldn't stop me. Carved out with the razors of suffering. A thousand lies couldn't fool me. For in the moment of trial, beyond the grasp of all hope, 
wrote my own story. I dreamed my own dream. I seized the moment. I made the decision to stop asking for permission. But there in the night, above her angry mountains, the seven thunders gave birth to a warrior. Death belongs to the unaware. Those who have awakened know only eternity. I am truth in motion. I strung the divine cord and my harmony summons the full manifestation of who I am. You can either sit around and listen to testimonies or you can become one. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Motiversity fans, brace yourself for the ultimate VIP treatment. Become a Motiversity YouTube member today and unlock mind-blowing perks, exclusive merch shop discounts, personalized badges to showcase your Motiversity pride, and a backstage pass to members-only content that'll fire up your motivation like never before. You'll have the ability to download links to all of our videos, yours to keep anytime, anywhere. Ready to level up your Motiversity experience? Click the link in the description to join the Elite Squad now. Motiversity YouTube memberships, where motivation meets VIP status.